Gay Savvy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Always in the yard doing cha cha cha. Oh, that's my favourite bit. God, if you're not gay, are you? And just as a personal note, there's some very fetching men on the sidewalk. Are you sure you're not gay? It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M-M. So, uh, just to pick you guys up to speed, um, 4ZZZ has gone digital. That's so hot! That's so hot! And it's now known as Z when it's on digital. Yep. That's a bar. That's a bar. Oh, what another day in paradise for this inaugural session of Gay Savvy. This isn't Catholic radio? No, 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 it's oh, not. Oh, God, I'm in the wrong one. Bye, Dykes. Bye, I'll Dykes. hold the fort down in a very lesbian like fashion. Ring my bell, you've got to ring it. Ding a ling along. Hey, you want to try having sex later? No. No, no, okay, sorry, just that I put it. No, don't worry about it. It's time for Gay Savvy on Z Digital Radio. Woo! Hello! I just felt like squealing. Oh my god, what? Oh my god, Dr. Beck is a woman! Oh my god! Run for the hills! I'm sorry I didn't tell you guys about it. No, I Laura, Laura, just, yeah. I don't think Dr. Woman has turned Dr. Woman. <laughs> 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 oh my god, it's true, it's yeah. Ellie, okay? It's Ellie in the show. I'm still getting into it. Ellie, um, we're all of like 30 seconds. <laughs> Dr. Here. Woman. I don't think Dr. Burke is actually a woman, Laura. I think Dr. Burke might still be on annual leave. <gasps> that bastard. Yeah, I think we've got a, another newbie. Instead of KC this week, I think we've got. Emski. Emski! Emski! Oh, I know you. And do you know how I know you? How? How do you know me? How do you know me? Well, I stand at your house every Friday night, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, is it? Yes. I know. We'll just come in next time. With you the trench coat and the... It's I really torturous for her, actually. You know, you haunt her everywhere. Like, whenever we go and see a gig, you're there playing. Whenever we turn on the radio, you're, like, listening. Whenever she types your name in Facebook, you show up. It's whenever just I wake there. up under your bed, there you are above me. It's me. <laughs> oh, but you may, her. you may know Emma from the fabulous local Brisbane awesomeness. Supergroup band duo. Supergroup. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we've been promoted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can be a supergroup duo. I'm joined by a band member. Yes, yes, we've got someone famous in the room. With we us. have <laughs> half of unlikely superheroes. We have unlikely. Because the superheroes isn't here. Thank oh, you for letting us drug you and tie you to a you know shackle and uh, come on the show and uh, host with us today. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. We we're make it out <laughs> as if she had a choice. No, no. We're going to be we're going to be talking to you a little later on about your about unlikely superheroes as well as your other little project, which we will get into a little later. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll let you guys stick around and wait for that. And you're also going to be sticking around for the rest of the show and helping us host. Yay! Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah, no, no, not no, really. You think she's really. excited? Feel these nipples. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Have you guys not seen that in basketball? Yeah, yeah, and you've said it like three times on the show already. We get it. You get excited. I just and have very little material. Hard. Thank you very uh, much. <laughs> we uh, have a, uh, well, I'm not going to say massive either. We have a large show for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
We have an oversized show. It's going to be a bit of a, a New Zealand-themed <laughs> show, and that's not because any of us uh, in this room are New Zealand, but uh, we are speaking to Kimbra, um, yeah. who is, uh, who's just had her song go number one in the ARIA charts. Yes, working with the fabulous Mr. Wally, also yep. known as Gautier. Gautier. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so speaking of Kimbra, we'll also have a New Zealand-themed top five. Yes, and we also speak to Mr. Don Former Le- Mr. Leather of 2010. We'll be talking to him about the upcoming Leather Pride, which actually started on Sunday. Sunday. Mm. Um, that's going to the 4th of September, but we were talking to him all about that a little later and that's on. all new for you too, so, uh, you know, are you, are you looking forward to that, to be educated? Yeah, get sure. Your, it's always get your good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get my fetish on yeah. for that. We've got your gimp outfit all ready for you to go. Oh, goody. And um, who else do we have on the show? Uh, Dr. Burke. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. We thought we'd have the replacement <laughs> contact... Who he's replacing for? She's replacing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another sex change already. <laughs> <laughs> We're five minutes into the show and nobody knows what sex she is. <sighs> oh, and uh, we'll get our current affair or you know uh, talk on and talk about um, a campaign um, lately. Yes, uh, this is Oz campaign. We will be telling you all about that and just discussing homophobia in general. We're going to have a song now. Uh, you're looking forward to this one. Why are you looking forward to this one, Emskis? Uh, it's the new one from uh, Red Hot Chili, Chili Peppers, and I haven't heard it yet. So <laughs> Yeah, so anticipation. anticipation. That's why you're looking forward to it. Anticipation. anticipation. Okay, um, well, we're going to play that now. Uh, like I said, we've got a large show ahead. It is <laughs> Berkless. You are joined with Spencer. Emski and, and Luscious L. We will be back after this fabulous new track from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We'll be joined by Kimbra. Check it out. See you, bros. Yeah. 
And it's julesroo.com. You can keep up with all my latest events and news and all sorts of things.
listening to Gay Savvy on Z Digital. You are joined by Spencer. But we are also joined by someone else fabulous on the uh, wires at the moment. Um, this girl is doing marvellous things in the Australian music industry as well as her hometown, the New Zealand music industry. She originally wanted us to open up our hearts and settle down. Now she's released Good Intent and she wants to hang out with us and let us get to know her. Hello, Kimbra. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you going? I'm really good, thank you. And uh, and where have we uh, caught you today, Kimber? What's keeping you busy? Well, today I'm in Sydney. I'm just doing lots of you know, promo and interviews coming up for the album, which is only a few weeks away. I'm pretty excited. I <laughs> bet you are. It's uh, out, uh, it's set to do... Uh, it is set for release on the 2nd of September, and it is yep. Vows. Um, how has that process been, Kimbra? Well, it's been, you know, it's been a, a little while. I mean, I moved to Melbourne when I was 17, uh, just about to turn 18, and, and now I'm 21. So it has been a, a, while, a long time coming. But, um, you know, looking back, I'm, I'm glad that I spent the time on it. You only get one chance at a first album, and I think it, you know, covers the last few years of my life very um, sufficiently. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you've toured a bit with this album, uh, well, with making this album too. Uh, not all songs were recorded in Melbourne, correct? Or were some, or is that not the case? Um, we did a tour with Little Red, um, and I also toured with Bertie Blackman at points. We were just supporting both of those tours. But, um, yeah, it's been great to, you know, get a bit of experience doing that around Australia before we do our own headline tour, which is coming up very soon. Yeah. Um, just going back to what you said before, because when I read this on you, I did almost fall out of my chair because I have seen your film clips of Cameo Lover. I've seen you at Splendor in the Grass, and it would never have occurred to me at all that you are only 21 years old. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask, um, you know, considering I'm I'm almost 25 and haven't achieved almost anything compared to what you have uh, done in the uh, industry and stuff like that, I, I have to ask, with your upbringing in New Zealand and stuff like that, was there anything different to, you know, your family life or, or, or surroundings that, that, you know, may have caused why, you know, you are Kimbra today and, uh, you know, other people are, you know, working in an office or something? <laughs> You know, it's all relative to, to what time you start out doing it, really. I um, There was a competition in New Zealand called the Rock Quest, which was like a really big uh, high school competition that I entered in when I was about 14. And I actually got like all the way to the national finals and, you know, started to get opportunities to put music out in New Zealand. So really, I, I had been doing it for a long time, do you know what I mean? I got a, a head start in it um, early on from school. So I think that definitely has helped a bit. Um, but in terms of upbringing, no, my, my parents are in medicine and I, I just grew up around a lot of nature and a, a lot of beautiful scenery, but not a whole lot of um, not a whole lot of musical influence in the family. I just loved it. So just <laughs> natural to the Kimber factor, nice. <laughs> and being a New Zealand girl, does that mean we like our Finn? Yeah, of course, man, totally. <laughs> um, well, yes, uh, listening to what you've released so far and what you've achieved, um, you write uh, a lot of songs about love. And uh, and I, I just am curious, being going back to the fact that you are 21, what, what have you discovered with, with Love to, to be able to write these songs? Are they all character-based or are they all personal experience? Or, or you know, what are your thoughts there? Um, look, the songs are, are all, yeah, about love in some way, I guess, but not always romantic love, you know? I think even the title of the, the album Vows doesn't refer completely to just, you know, uh, romantic vows. It's, it's, it's Vows can be, you know, spiritual. They can be for yourself. Um, I think it's more about um, growing and, and, and learning what, 
promises you're going to make to people and to things in life, you know. So I've definitely had experiences with 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 love over the last few years, but um, I think it's you know it's bigger than that. It's um, it's not just uh, in a relationship sense. Uh, and of course, you know, the emotions are heightened when you're writing a song. It's not all completely literal. It's um, <laughs> exaggerated for people to more clearly understand the emotion. Yeah, and if the word rhymes with the last person, it works too. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. That's right. <laughs> um, well, uh, speaking of, uh, so uh, you know, I have a. Uh, uh, you know, you, you listen to uh, commercial radio uh, as well as uh, community radio, and and you do come across "Settle Down" uh, quite a bit, and uh, and seeing it live too. It's a it's a very uh, sexy, out there, uh, intense song. Um, was that personal, or was that just uh, you know a bit exaggerated, or or? Yeah. Well, Sit It Down's interesting because I wrote it when I was 16, kind of just as a little joke. I had this little eight track and I was just kind of mucking around and I had this little idea of these crazy Stepford wives who were trying to control their husbands. It was just a little joke. <laughs> but um, now that I've, you know, now that it sort of was a single off the album, it's come to mean more over time. And I think it's it's more to provoke ideas on on, on the whole uh, expectation of the future and how we grow up with these ideals as children and um, I think for me it's it's kind of about embracing the moment and not looking too far ahead into the future um, and, you know because when you do sometimes those, those ideals can collapse <laughs> so but it, you know it, it means different things for different people and I really like that about songs um, I'm really relieved to hear that it was a sort of a bit of a joke because when, when I hear that song I could just imagine if you were in a relationship at the time and you're singing it to that person and they're like watching your yeah. first gig in the audience and think oh god <laughs> well you know that's kind of I think that's kind of the fun aspect of the song is it's kind of creepy and I mean, <laughs> it's this perfect way to kind of scare someone out of a relationship which is thank god you see that because oh, I was just like whoa this is intense <laughs> and, and at such a young age too <laughs> well, to be you know, you know say that I thought wow so but uh, we're going to go into that track now so uh, everyone knows what we're talking about and uh uh, if you're happy to stick around, Kimbra, we'll uh, talk more about what's ahead for you. If uh, Yeah, that's cool. Fantastic. All right. Thank you. We're going to listen to Settle Down now. You are listening to Gay Savvy on Z Digital. I wanna settle down. I wanna settle down. Won't you settle down with me? Settle down. We can settle at a table. A table for two. Won't you wine and dine with me? Settle down. I wanna raise a child. I wanna raise a child. Won't you raise a child with me? Raise a child. Nebraska, Nebraska Jones, she'll have your nose, the ass of your nose. I want to settle She wants to take you far from the city. 
baby, there's no need to run. I love you well. I wanna shake them all down. It's time. That was a fun uh, song. Uh, that was by Kimber Settle Down. You are listening to Gay Savvy, and she is with us right now, hanging out with us, letting us get to know her. How are you doing, Kimber? I'm great, thank you. <laughs> Still great, fantastic. Um, now, uh, another thing to going back to uh, my first encounter of you um, before Settle Down was actually Cameo Lover, and right. uh, it was actually uh, given to the Four Triple Z Studio saying check out the song it was put in our pigeonhole. Um, I reviewed it in the magazine that I contribute to, and also saw the film clip and quoted uh, when writing about you. It, it you know your fashion is sort of a bit of a uh, you know very much uh, modern and very much you know where it's it's going this day and in, in this decade. I reckon. Um, and then Thank I you saw you much. at Splendor, and you looked fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, I was just uh, curious, when doing these film clips and, and, you know, getting prepped up for a concert, do you pick your outfits out, or is it all pretty, like, is, is fashion very important to, you know, your style and, and performance and art, if you will? Yeah, totally. Um, I pick out all my dresses. Um, I had a, a stylist on the, the first two videos who I kind of, I guess, collaborated with. We, we wanted to use a designer, and we, we sort of hunted out the right people for those clips. But for all my gigs, I, you know, I, I, I buy the dresses from op shops and from vintage stores, and I think that just makes it fun for me, you know, to, to kind of have that challenge of finding an outfit that's funky and fresh. And yeah, so it's a really big part of what I do. I think it's an extension of the world for people. You know, music is one entity, and the visuals are, are another. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, luckily yeah. your music is sensational regardless, like what you do on stage or what your film clips look like. But, uh, yes, there are definitely songs in the past where if it wasn't for the film clip, it probably wouldn't have been up there. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> in Cameo Love, that, <laughs> that bow and stuff just struck me, and I was just like, this girl is cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, sorry to go. You probably get asked this a lot, but um, I, I, I was going to overlook this, but after, ever since I saw it in the ARIA as number, 
three at the moment, um, your collaboration with Gordier. It's not on your album Vows, but um, just wanted to ask, what has that experience been like? Oh, it's been amazing, you know. It's it's so so great that um, there's been such a wonderful response to that song. Um, I think it you know really connects with people, which is wonderful. Um, and yeah, you know, getting to work with with Gautier was really exciting for me. I've been a big fan of his ever since he put out Like Drawing Blood, and I got oh, to meet him through my producer um, Frank Titas, who I was working with, and he initially introduced me, and then you know while he rang me up to to work on the track, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's really fun. I'm actually going to be. Um, with him at the Sydney Opera House in a couple of weeks, which is pretty exciting as well. We were very happy to see you come out at Splendor 2 and uh, collaborate that song because we, you know, you were on the same stage and performing on the same day. And I just turned to my mate saying, "It, it ha- like, because in the past people have uh, duetted and uh, you know been at the same festival, yet they don't collaborate together when you know right. performing." And it was good to mm-hmm. see that happen. So well done there. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, speaking of um, festivals, um, Queensland uh, is going to see a, a bit of you. For Forthcoming, you're you're coming to do uh, your solo tour here in Brisbane. Yes, I'm very excited. Yeah, and uh, you're also going to be here for Park Life. Mm-hmm. Well, no, two shows, and one of them is with a, a local band of yours called Moss Manalda, who are fantastic. And you guys should be on to those guys because I think they're pretty special. Um, sorry, could you just quote that band again? Moss Manalda, did you Mossman say? Mossman Elder. Mossman Elder is the name of the band. I saw them at Splendor in the Grass, and they'll be supporting me that night. And yeah, they're really great. All right, fantastic. And. When does the tour mm, kick off? I believe it is. I can't remember the date off the top of my oh, head. Oh, don't worry. We will keep it. People want to find out. Yeah, it's all the all the dates are on on MySpace. Um, we're playing at the Spiegel Tent, and I think it's September tenth. But um, you might have to look on my MySpace to just make sure or Facebook. Um, but yeah, it's going to be really fun because we, we haven't played all that much in Brisbane, so it'd be great to enjoy your beautiful weather. <laughs> but uh, uh, yes, have you ever hit up any of these festivals in the past, like Park Live? Do you know what to expect when when coming here? and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, I do. I um, I did a lot of um, the shows with, with Miney Hara on the, the track that I sung on for them. So, you know, I did fours with them last year and Spender in the Grass. And so, Kimber, that was so. you last year with Miami Horror, the, the lady that was on stage singing with them. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so well, fantastic. <laughs> um, okay, and... Um, and you also be doing home bake as well, but um, mm-hmm. before we uh, call it a day, I, I just have to ask. Um, you know, you, you've had, you've collaborated with Gautier, made it into the top three. You've you've even won the uh, first place in the pop category of international songwriting competition, and yeah, uh, and done some fun things. What has been the highlight so far? Hmm, that's a hard question. There have been so many great experiences in the last uh, six months. Did, think, is there um, anything I, really I neglected enjoyed, that, that yeah, stands no, I, out that's worth mentioning? I really enjoyed mentioning? playing Meredith Festival. Um, I think that was a really special festival for, for me and the band to play because that was our first big one. And we had a really great time slot at, at 6 o'clock in the evening. And it was just such a beautiful sort of energy at that festival. So I think that's been one of the highlights so far. I, I like I said, uh, you're, you're only 21, and look what you've done so far. I I can only <laughs> see bigger, better things um, happening for you. So thank you um, very much. And uh, and you look fantastic too. So it's just it's just it's a win-win situation. We cannot wait Queensland to uh, see Kimbra, and we cannot wait till second of September to uh, download Vows of iTunes or go to your local CD store, JB Hi-Fi, and get amongst this Kimbra. So uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us and. Uh, getting to know us, Kimbra, and, and letting us get to know you. 
Awesome. Thank you for all your support. We're going to go to another track. Um, is, uh, do you want us to play the, the latest single, Kimber, or any uh, song in particular that you... Th- we've, we've already played Cameo Lover and um, somebody that I uh, used to know in our past shows, uh, and we just uh, played Settle Down. Is there, is there a song that you just think you've got to hear it so when we see you live you know that you're loving yourself sick on stage while we watch? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I've actually just put out a new single, which is the uh, song Good Intent, so may as well play that one, because it's got a pretty funky video clip coming out in a couple of weeks. I just shot it last weekend, and I'm really excited about it, so I reckon that's a good choice. <laughs> Fantastic. We will do that. Um, cannot wait to see the film clip. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. So Absolutely. Yeah. See you then, bro. Take care, Kimbra. Bye. Bye-bye. You heard the crickets of the early evening local and the opening in twos and threes. Clementine told you not to move with the breeze. I'll take you down to places where we
very savvy. Mind the gap. <laughs> 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 Alright, well 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have a very special guest with us, the fabulous Mr. Don, who is Leather Pride, who is Mr. Leather, sorry, of 2010, and he's here to talk to us today about Leather Pride Festival, which is happening all this month. Welcome to the show, Don. I, um, guys, I have to correct you. <laughs> it's 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 the two week festival. It's not all this month. <laughs> I, was, I was I was hoping you'd stretch it out for a bit. <laughs> well, I could if you want, but I think that um, the committee would would probably kill me. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. Because we're 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 just just on the just about to start the festival um, as of Sunday, and uh, yeah, so it's it's a really big thing for us at the moment, and. Everything is planned. Uh, no more can be done. Everything is is there, and it runs until the fourth of September. So it is two weeks, if I do my math correctly. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Awesome. So just for people that have been uh, living, uh, it's, it's become a, a, a way of saying living in a rock. <laughs> yep. Um, what is Leather Pride? Leather Pride is a group of guys that got together to to put focus on the leather community. Uh, this year we've put a lot of focus on the male leather community, but that will be changing in the very near future. Um, and what we're doing is we put on workshops, uh, dinners, dance parties, and also movie nights, and also exhibitions as well. Yeah, you guys are really covering sort of all of your bases with everything that you've got going on. Um, well, yeah, we are. Yeah, look, we've decided to take the festival, even though it is larger. Last year we did it um, on the end of Pride. It was a week-long festival, yeah. um, but there was something on every single night and everyone was going out every single night. By the time we got to Corium, what is on the Saturday night, um, we were all so bloody buggered that <laughs> <laughs> none of us could actually go out and say, hey, let's go out and have some fun. No, we're all bloody tired. So what we've done is we've spaced it over two weeks. There is um, rest periods for the committee and for our members and for our interstate guests just to have a rest. So we've spread it over two weeks. Nice. Okay, um, Don, um, now out of all these uh, workshops and events and everything, what is the most anticipated event? Oh, look, um, Corium, the closing party on Saturday night, what is the 3rd of September, uh, is usually the jewel and the crown of Leather Pride. Um, it's also, uh, we also announced the winner of um, Mr. Queensland Leather, um, Mr. Queensland Boy and Mr. Uh, Queensland Leather Bear as well this year. So it, it, it not only is it a dance party, it is the actual night that, that the all the competition winners and all the people that participated in the competition um, get to have their night on stage and then we usually um, crown them or... Like they actually represent our club. Now, what when because uh, we uh, also uh, contribute here and there to the queer radio show. What we learned last year that um, leather it, pride it, it's more of a, a community. It's not just you know pure you know fetish or, or, or so. There, there's <clears throat> you know it's a not whole more sex. <laughs> you know levels to it. What what what's your you know perspective on that? Oh yeah, look. Just when you think you know everything, someone will come along and tip over the apple cart. <laughs> look, look. I know it is. I know that we do say leather pride, but um, realistically, it, it does. And, and I have to talk about the guys here. Um, that it, and we'll talk about the girls later. Um, but with the guys, it, it does cover everything from all the all the realms of the fetish uh, world: uh, uniforms, uh, boots. 
uh, rubber, um, policeman's uniforms. I love policeman's uniforms. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, um, S and M, uh, bondage and discipline. Uh, look, it can. It is it, like it's just a word that it, it, that is like the umbrella that covers everything. But the leather community is so diverse. Um, that realistically, if you wanted to really call it what it really is, you need to use every single um, letter of the alphabet. So you so, need to like, include someone whose fetish was just sitting down for like several hours at a time or stuff like that. <laughs> like, everyone's welcome. Uh, well, let, yeah, let, let me say this, if they were wearing something while they were sitting down, <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, we could probably put that under the banner. So, look, it's just realistically, it, 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 it's it's a form of fetish, um, and, and as you know, fetish can be, is such a wide term. Um, it's like our community, you know, that's why we have a leather pride flag, what has all the colours, you know, well, the colours, the dark, the very dark colours, um, that does actually represent um, parts of the leather community and the heart, you know, the heart in the corner, you know, so when you think you know everything, there's always something that'll that'll come along and spark your interest and change everything. Do you guys want to talk about the, the girl thing, like the, the girls in leather pride as well? Yeah. Because I think that that was, that was the main thing is because... Because, uh, you know, look, uh, you know, especially for you girls, and it's so important, you know, um, uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll explain the reason why why we've, we've changed the festival a little bit this year, um, yeah. and I think it's very important to get the girls, because we certainly, and also too, what will bring us into um, what we are, we are having a party for the girls on the sun, on the Sunday night, it's a tea dance, it's, it's the queer to queer party, um, come as you true. Um, you come as your true self, so we can. I'd, I'd love to talk about that because I think that's very important because we want to make sure we're including the girls in something. But there's been a massive change, yeah. Um, yeah is it, is and it's it, reason. Just a, um, a one like a single event this year, or is, is there it is. It, it, it is. It's just the fact is that that we had to we had to take um, we had to take. Uh, Brisbane Leather Pride back to grassroots level. Yeah. Uh, we really did, um, and we, we've decided that we wanted to concentrate on the boys this year. Uh, but we the the recovery party, if you want, to, it's not really officially a recovery party. It's done completely separate from Boot Company and from Leather Pride. Um, we did uh, queer to queer, um, and it's kind of like the recovery party. It's for everybody, um, but there are. There, we are talking about things in the future, um, about actually changing a few things in Leather Pride, including more of the girls in. It's just that the fact is we had to take it back and take it back to the grassroots level. And that's why we broke the, uh, the festival up over the two weeks. Yeah. Um, and we had spaces and that we've, we're not doing anything. It was because we found out that a, that a lot of girls were were unable to make a lot of the events. Yeah. A lot of the boys weren't unable to make the events. And then we had people saying, well, we want exclusively male events only. And we had the girls saying they want exclusively um, male events only. So, so is what we done... Are you thinking for, like, next year having a, um, a mixture of events... Um, yes. Like obviously focused for men and women, but just yes, one hundred percent. Now we want to sort of um, like give people out there who who may be interested in leather or uniform and that sort of stuff who haven't been to an event like this. Yeah. Um, this is the perfect event for them to get um, an idea and get a feel for it because we've got a lot of introductory sort of events going on, like with the um, bondage workshops, SM yes. workshops, and the mm -hmm. my favorite things. 
Yep. Event? Can you tell us a bit more about them? Uh, okay, well, look, the workshops, the, what's really good is we've, we've done these workshops, so, I mean, it's all about safe, sane and consensual, and that is really the most important message to get out there for our community. Um, so what we've done is we've got a basic bondage and rope workshop. We've got a cock and ball torture workshop as well. Um, they're happening on the Saturday and the Sunday, um, the 27th and the 28th. Uh, so they are into, there is a beginner's level and there also is a intermediate level as well. There's an S&M workshop as well um, where we've got very highly respected people in our community that will be taking these workshops. It is actually held at healthy communities as well, so it is a very safe um, and not confronting environment, and that's why we've done it at, at uh, healthy communities as well. Of Formerly clacks. The yeah, beautiful probably. sounds of Rihanna. <laughs> Big pardon? And incorporating the beautiful sounds of Rihanna. Oh, no, look, we've asked them to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> we actually asked them to stop that. So, oh, by the way, just in case anyone does know, um, you know, Quack has now changed their names to Healthy, healthy Communities. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so that's what people say. What's Healthy Communities? So, like, oh, Quack. new organisations. <laughs> yeah, I know, but realistically, they've just changed their name, but they're still the same great guys that work there that have actually... Um, yeah, we did a segment that covered that with um, uh, Brett from Quack. So oh yeah, gave us yeah. Brett, Brett is one of our one of our wonderful supporters, and um, hello to Brett if you're listening because I know he does listen. So yes, yeah, he's <laughs> one of those. Uh, he's one of the guys that really gets behind Boot Company because realistically, uh, Boot Company has put on this year's festival, um, and uh, so he's a great supporter of Boot Company and also uh, Queensland Leather Pride. Yeah, well, we'll be putting up the Boot Company. Uh, uh, website up on our on our Facebook page because there is opportunities for people to, you know, get amongst it and, and volunteer also with uh, Boot Co. So. Um, actually, can I give you a bit of exclusive? Yeah, definitely. Um, look, this is what Boot Company has, uh, and I'm very proud to say that um, the committee, and I am a committee member, so I can say I'm very proud. <laughs> <laughs> um, our president, Pierre, and Alex, and Graham, and Peter, um, we have decided to actually give something back to our community to our younger members um, and we know that a lot, of, a lot of the listeners do love music, we're actually talking and we're in negotiations at the moment doing a DJ workshop so um, you know I know this is this is going back to Leather Pride too as well because we are giving a lot, like especially for Corium this year, we've got a few um, myself, I'm a very new DJ um, in Brisbane Circuit and Boot Company's giving me the wonderful opportunity of playing a massive big party Congratulations. Um, thank you very much um, with an international DJ, so I mean putting your name up against an international DJ is is a, a massive big thing for someone who is starting out in the industry. So that's what's really great about Boot Company. We we believe in in sharing sharing the love, and that's really funny to say that when you talk about leather because people think we're all scary, <laughs> but. The committee has really made the decision about make being inclusive of, of the younger guys. And, and when we also, maybe I should take that back, not younger guys, but 
the whole community, whether whatever age you are, yeah. we want to we want to be inclusive. So that's very important for the boot company and getting older, younger, middle aged, and calling all our tribes back uh, to the leather community. What's very important, especially here in Brisbane. Um, leather Pride is running. It's um, it kicked off on the twenty first, and it's running until the fourth of September. There's yep. heaps of events going on. So check out the website for all the details. It's bootco.org.au. But Mr. Don, former Leather Pride 2010, hopefully Leather Pride 2011, thank you very much for joining us here on Gay Savvy. Thank you very much, guys. It's so wonderful to talk to you, and it's a fantastic show. It's good to see you on digital radio. It's wonderful. Oh, we do try. And we'll have you'll have to have you on and let us know how it all went. And oh, any other certainly, info, well, you've got a date, guys. Let us know and we'll put it on the Facebook. So keep yep. us in the know, mister. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, well, look, I'll give you all the rundown. Uh, give, me, give me a week to recover. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you updated because it is uh, over a fortnight. So uh, there'll be two shows during uh, Leather Pride. So we'll keep you in the know. Um, we're going to go to a track now. Uh, you've been listening to... Luscious L. And... Emski. And myself, Spencer. We've been joined with Don of Leather Pride. Stick around, more funsies ahead. I've compiled a list of questions for you to answer. I'd like you to start at the top and meet me somewhere below. Change your train of thought Making you want to fence her Now you beat her to a pole Reaching an all-time low
swim against the tide? Why don't we just swim against the tide? Why don't we just swim against the tide? Hi, this is Emma from Unlikely Superheroes, and you're on Gay Savvy. That was just Swallow the Sea by uh, Anne Horse. Um, no ha- sex involved. We had that written down on paper and Laura said, oh, this is an interesting song. Swallow the Sack. Yeah. No, Swallow the Sea by Anne Horse. And that was nominated by our very special guest this evening, uh, Miss Emski. Um, hello. Hello. So we just uh, talked about uh, Pride Leather. How was that experience for you? Like, in t- how, how are you feeling? Are you, are you still here? You're still happy to be here? Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. Yeah? Interesting. Yes. 
Okay, so um, there was a reason um, that we do have, like, regardless if Dr. Burke was here, we would be talking to you in the studio anyways today to talk about unlikely superheroes and other stuff that you are a part of. Because too. you are a maestro genius. Yeah. Why, thank you. And we thought, well, since <laughs> Do- Dr. Burke was away and you were kindred interview, we thought, hey, how about you come and co-host with us? So that's why you're here this evening. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. Not much co-hosting, more like co-listening <laughs> and, and, and laughing in the background. But it's because you guys are weird and very unorganized. <laughs> that, that works well with this cast. But um, I guess who knew that years ago, going to uh, some party and uh, well. This this character here was actually at the party dancing with her friends, doing all these out there moves, and and I was doing out there moves too. And they sort of noticed me, and also were dancing with each other. And for some reason, they managed to like get this freeze frame of us and put it on Facebook that we were both tagged, and that's how we met, and that's how I discovered unlikely superheroes. But and um, it was twelve, and here we are now. You were doing the, the crab, was it, or something? Like I don't that? know. For some reason, my the leg was pump. A, my leg was out there, <laughs> and you're no, like that sitting was just on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find that photo and, and put it on the on the Facebook. But um, we're drifting off subject. Since then to now, how has the journey been of Unlikely Superheroes and other projects? What, what's been going on? Um, well, basically, I play in a local Brisbane pop folk kind of duo. With uh, We play for backing band too, um, called Unlikely Superheroes. We might be changing our name at the end of this year. Oh, wow. I think we're going to drop the um, uh, the um, superhero. Unlikely part. Avengers? It's just going to be unlikely, I think. Everyone just calls it unlikely anyway. Really? So, yeah, it seems... I knew you were, like, thinking change the name, but I didn't know... Uh, wow. Yeah, so we'll see how we go. See how oh. we go. Um, okay, because that, that's I'm what hooked me, superheroes. Right yeah. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, I'm sorry. We might just have to start up a Facebook, you know... Re- but, but you're against that because <laughs> um, you guys released an EP a little while back yep so we released it um, about April uh, last year yep yeah. and you can buy that on iTunes yep it's up on iTunes it's at Rocking Horse Records it's we'll probably talk the about the film clip in the next segment but um, yes you, you do guitar in that band but you also started a new project too Yep, that's right. Um, I also play in Foxes, which is a sort of, again, a Brisbane kind of band. And um, there's four of us, four girls. There's myself, Charlie, Laura, and Cassie. It's kind of like a indie rock jam band kind okay. of thing. And have you got, like, um, I know you said you're recording soon, but have you guys got a website or anything like that that if we want to put information about that now to find out, or you'll just have to keep us posted and we'll have to. Well, what are our odds? What are our options? Here? We just have to sit here and dispense. Uh, yeah, we uh, we have a MySpace. There's not much on it. MySpace is kind of dying. Died in the ass. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's dead. It's dead. I, I lied before. It's it's actually dead. And um, so we do have a Facebook page. Um, so okay. it, it's hard to find though because there's so many people that have created Facebook pages about foxes, like the animal. Oh. Like I love foxes. Really? Yeah. So when I went to try to find my own page, I was like, I can't even find my own pages because there's like. A See, thousand pages dedicated. You know to what? That's animals. why you need to change your name to the Long Foxes. Yes, unlikely yes. foxes. Um, <laughs> Foxy superheroes. But um, <laughs> considering that you've done two bands and so, like, I guess, how have you grown as a guitarist and, and music writer? Like, do you find a formula for it now? Like, on how it works, or are you still like, are you still find yourself fresh or an expert? Like, what's what do you think these days? Um, well, the two bands are really different. Like, Unlikely is sort of very much a very established kind of project between Riley and I that's been going on for ages, and I play guitar in that one, a little bit of electric guitar. And um, 
I don't know the songwriting process is really quite different. We really like to nut things out together and write things apart, and it's sort of more of a singer-songwriter approach. When foxes get together, we like play under a house and we uh, practice under a house. Sorry, and we just literally just jam and see what sounds good, and we just come up with stuff and then glue it all together, kind of thing. And, and I, I play bass guitar in that band, not oh, okay. guitar. Nice. Did self-taught. Um, kind of. I already knew guitar, so yeah. I learned how to play guitar, and then bass is sort of and you're a really a great, long version of that. <laughs> um, guitarist too, I guess. But um, you know, it, it, do you think that's what you know? Professional bands out there is that what they do when it comes to songwriting these days, or do you th- still think there's more to learn? Or across, like, you know, where do you rate yourself on that scale? Oh, there's always more to learn. Definitely, um, yeah. we're here, and we should be. Okay. You can't. I just. There's you can't see it. There's a low mark, and then she made a really high mark. Yeah, so. I just. I just forgot this was radio for a second there. That's that's awkward. Um, oh, we'd make a great show. Yeah, there's always more to learn and different ways to write music. So, um, yeah, I think it really comes down to the project that you're working on and okay. everybody else in it. It's it's really circumstantial, I think. And what's the highlight so far? So far, well, with Unlikely, I guess, releasing the EP and we've been playing lots and lots of gigs all over the place. Yeah, you're saying you guys have been down to to Wombo Gold Coast, up to your mum's place? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Can't remember the other one. We've recently played in Toowoomba, we've played at the Gold Coast, we've played at Wellington Point, we've played quite a few local gigs around Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are frequent, um, frequent sort of guests of X and Y? Yeah, we play X and Y quite a bit. We've got one coming up at, um, Sunday the 25th of September, so that's in a couple of weeks. Yes. And to find out more, you guys have a website. It's www.unlikelysuperheroes. Yeah, it's got a hyphen in the middle. Okay, so unlikely <laughs> hyphen. hyphen. Just Google superhero. unlikely superheroes. We'll pop, we'll pop the link on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash gay savvy. Um, well, we just played Morally Grey. Um, we're going to go into the uh, new song uh, that you guys have actually made a film clip for, which we'll talk about next, uh, Miss You. Um, you guys have been writing more stuff uh, too. Uh, is there anything ahead soon? or? or? Um, yeah, we've got a couple of new songs, and we're currently sort of having a few weeks break from gigging to write for a second EP, right. which we'll hopefully be recording hopefully October, if not December this year. Okay. Well, we're going to go into uh, Miss You Now, and uh, when we come back, we'll still be, you know, co-hosting with you, but still talking about you. Can you hack that? That's all right. It's all about it's all right. you. <laughs> You're so nice. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> miss you Like a sock to a shoe
Welcome back. That was the fabulous um, track from Unlikely Superheroes called Miss You. The film clip is available to view on YouTube. It's absolutely beautiful. I suggest you check it out right now. Just to reiterate, you are listening to... Gay Savvy. And you are... I'm, I'm me. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Luscious L. I'm Spencer. And we're also a bit Berkless again still. And we're joined by... Emma. Emski! <laughs> and you're here in the capacity of co-host, but we've also shanghai you because you are one half of Unlikely Superheroes, soon to be known one as Unlikely. of uh, Foxes. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that. Check us out. We're doing man. So um, what we really want to talk about is the film clip, Miss You, which Laura said you can see on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, Burke isn't here at the moment, but... Uh, and he's kicking himself for not being here right now because yeah. when we uh, viewed the film clip, um, it was actually one of those scenes where, because, you know, we've been a big fan of you guys and, uh, you know, a bit chummy with uh, some of the band members, um, we saw <laughs> the film clip and actually hustled everyone up and said, we got to watch this. And when we did, we turned to the bit quivering lip, a bit teary. It was a very... Um, Sad film clip, like, uh, but sad, like it told a story. Not depressing, just like emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What were your thoughts on that? Um, well, I we didn't really come up with the concept. Um, oh, okay. A group of, um, oh, I'm going to get into trouble here. No, it was Griffith. I'm pretty sure it was Griffith. Yes, it has to be Griffith. Um, film students. Whew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so some wow. Film students. <laughs> yes. No, it wasn't. Uh, no, it has to be Griffith. I am right. I am definitely right. Um, <laughs> they, um, they're amazing. Um, they sort of came up with um, the director Henry um, came up with um, the different ideas and got you know everybody right. on track. So he, I think, came up with like basically the story and the everything. And um, yeah, it also we shot. The um, it, we shot it over three days, so the narrative part was shot at a different time to like the band shots, and um, the band shots were a little bit rushed, but we sort of managed to. We had really bad weather the, that day, and we we're like, "Where was oh. it filmed?" Um, we shot the band shots up at um, at like Morayfield, a property up there. Okay, nice. So you really had nice. no decision in in the actors and at all or anything. Um, like no, that? they auditioned the actors. So like, obviously, if we were really unhappy with one of them, we could have asked for a different actor <laughs> or something. But when I they just see the studio chairs with the sunnies going, yes, yes, camera. Like, this whole situation here, you know, I just, I don't like it. No, we get something else. Get a haircut. <laughs> no, no, they um they were um. They picked them out, and um, we sort of... I didn't, We weren't even there for when they shot all the narrative stuff. So yeah. we had only... in our When we first saw the video, we had only um, sort of read what they were going to do. So and so we had, like, a mental on picture on what was okay. going to happen. But when we, we saw it, like, the video for the first time, too. So yeah. it was pretty um, it's pretty cool like that. But we knew what the band shots would look like. And um, it was really cool, um, the nighttime shots. I don't know if it really... Um, comes across as effectively as being there in person, but they had all these lanterns up yeah. over this sort of like it was like a dam. It, the dam wasn't meant to be there; it was just like had flooded or something. But um, water <laughs> random with place. random trees coming out of it, and um, lanterns glowing behind us, and little tea light candles in the water, and it was all pretty, and it was really cool just to be there. Well, it's, it's yeah, it's a stunning film clip, and the the whole atmosphere that it creates is just 
It's really quite lovely. Um, yeah. Did you do the, you know, your own hair and makeup and costume and stuff like that too? Or were there professionals there still? Like, how, how real was it? Uh, we we had a... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it was like a student kind of made video. And so, I mean, I think I had a lot of... students made that. I cannot believe that. That's amazing. Yeah, check it out. And you'll just go, nah. We're going to put it up on it. Facebook for sure, but yeah. Um, we'd seen, uh, like, a little bit of other things that they'd done. And so we had a lot of sort of faith in them to do, pull it off and do a really good job of it. Um but, you know, it was still pretty, um, I don't know what the word is. Surreal? Uh, yes. It was It was really weird being in front of a camera. and like. But it was pretty, like, for students, it was pretty damn professional. Like, I, you know, okay. can only congratulate them on did their you, work. Did you have, and this, I've always wondered about this, when you were actually doing the band shots and you're singing along and stuff, did you actually have, like, were you playing it? Was the music playing, like, through a CD? Or were you guys just miming the crap out of it? Or how was that, how did that work? Um, well, um, it looks real. <laughs> it looks more real when you sing along because they play the track really, yeah. really loud and belt it out, and you they shoot it um, okay. while the track's playing, and so you know where you're on the song, and so you play along with it. Yeah. So it looks real. And does uh, Riley? I was about that, like, it's going to sound completely different if you're playing it live and they're filming it and singing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Riley actually play the piano like that these days when when seeing that playing that track uh, live these days too. Yeah, or? it's um well. In the video, he has the keyboard in front of him. There's yeah. not really any key parts in the song. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, there's me oh, in the background. We got a real story on radio, people. I it. I guess the, in, like, the, the... Lies and scandal in unlikely surprise. <laughs> <laughs> scandal. Um, no, there's, um, in the song, there's, um, I guess in the film clip, there's not really all that much sort of impact on like you're not looking at the keys you're looking at him singing which mm. is the main thing but um, when he pl- when we play it live we play it with keys which is, is actually it sounds a lot better fantastic it really yeah, yeah it sounds a lot really has happened good since, um, I'm very proud of Riley he picked up the keys oh, less than six months ago and he's just he's always dabbled with keyboard and now he's just so bought himself a yeah, really nice keyboard and he's running on it yeah so nice. what did you really just well. when you yeah. used to write a song did you just write the backing on the guitar and he would write lyrics that sort of went with the the backing yeah so i would sort of just come up with something on the guitar and he'd start like humming a, a melody like come up with a melody over right. the top and then I, th- I think you know sometimes i came up with the melody as well but mostly him and then together we'd sort of put together the okay. lyrical content well for all you out there that uh had never come across these guys before and listen to them now and you like what you see you are playing some upcoming gigs in fact you were telling us off air that uh, there's a bit of a collaboration up ahead. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, Unlikely are playing um, not too many gigs lined up because we're um, right. writing for our upcoming new second EP. But um, we've got one on the Sunday, the 25th of September, and that's at X and Y. That's with um, Vincent Kemp. He's a really cool dude. Yeah, very cool. And um, then at Barsoma on the 23rd of October... We have Unlikely playing and also Foxes are going to be making an appearance. That Three we haven't played Foxes since. is Emma's other band. <laughs> it's <laughs> a double bill, people. A double bill. You can see me play twice. <laughs> so yeah, oh God, so you couldn't busy. get enough of it the first time. Two bands, study, life, love. Get all, all Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> damn so, you, woman. Damn you. <laughs> but so we are going to go to uh, a track. What are we going to play, Spencer? Uh, it looks like we are going to play... Um, Boy and Bear, um, Part-Time Believer. I yeah. like this one. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Wh- it's um, off their new album, Moonfire. And yeah, you yeah you, you're a bit off it and then you're on it again or something like that. Or yeah, I listened to it once, like quickly through the first time I bought the CD and I was like, oh, I don't know. 
disappointing. And then I, I put it away for about a week, and then I listened to it again a couple of days ago, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. So would that be up there with it's the really other good. bands that inspire you? Like, uh, Je- we, know, we know you like Jezebels. What other bands? Oh, gosh. Um, Jezebels, Boy and Bear... I'm really into the national at the moment. <gasps> oh, and they're coming the, out of festival soon. Yeah, too. Oh, you're going to be there. I've, I've seen. I saw them at Sunset Sounds, but like I kind of say I've, Sunset Sounds really quickly. Sunset Sounds. Sunset <laughs> uh-huh. Sounds. Nice. They're not okay. coming back next year. No. Their Sunset Sounds is dead. But that, um, that's, that's a different that's story. We we can oh, talk forever. Outrageous. We're going to go to that track now. When you're back, we'll be talking about other funsies ahead. Stick yep. around. You're on Grace Gay Savvy. Listening to the Rolling Stone 
Aberdeen and you're listening to Gay Savvy. Monday night is my night to cook. Tuesday night we go and visit your mother. But Wednesday we make sweet weekly love. It's when everything is just right. There's nothing good on TV. You haven't had your after work social sports team practice so you're not too tired. Oh, it's all on. You lean in and whisper something sexy in my ear like... I might go to bed now, I've got work in the morning. I know what you're trying to say, girl. You're trying to say, oh yeah, it's business time. It's business time. It's business. It's business time. Bathroom, brushing our teeth. That's all part of the foreplay. I love foreplay. A shaker, shaker, a shaker, shaker, a shaker, shaker. Ow, ow, ow. And you sort out the recycling. That isn't part of the foreplay process, but it is still very important. Next thing you know, we're in the bedroom. You're wearing that baggy old ugly T-shirt you got from your work several years ago. You know the one, baby, with the color stain. I remove my clothes very, very clumsily, tripping sensuously over my pants. Now I'm naked, except for my socks. And you know when I'm down to just my socks, what time it is.
you're back on Gay Savvy, and we just heard um, Flight of the Concords Business Time. And that was your choice uh, when we said we need a song for Flight of the Concords. Why did you pick that one? Because it's, it's good. Did you just not hear it? <laughs> <laughs> Were you not listening for that whole, like, four minutes? I was, I was transfixed in these ladies. Be- oh, who am I kidding? I'm gay as if I was transfixed on women's beauty. Uh, uh, but you know what that means? What does that mean? Well, they're a New Zealand artist. Yeah, and we've also spoken to Kimbra, who is also a New Zealand artist. I'm sensing some sort of, like, sort of, a, I feel like a fruit. Not yeah, myself. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a gay person, but I also feel like eating a green furry fruit. Oh, oh hang on. It's, it's a kiwi. Oh, random segue, because it's all full of New Zealand. There's sheep in the studio. It's time for Top 5. <laughs> it's time for Top 5. It's time for Top 5. I'm getting provides. It's Top 5. Jaguar. We'll call it Cyber Time. I'll never hurt your boy, because it is Top 5 time. It's time for Top Oh, sorry. <laughs> Remix it. Skrillex, where are you? Oh, that was terrible. That was actually quite <laughs> terrible. You know, you have this idea in your head and you think it's going to sound great and then it's like... And then it comes yeah. out and you're like, wow, we suck. Um, All right, okay, okay. well, uh, let's let's uh, get into it. Um, we'll start with number five. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's number five is the fabulous, the one and only... Evermore. Yeah. The votes are in. Have you heard of Evermore? No. No, I have. Has <laughs> <laughs> <I'll laughs> everyone? They're one of those bands that you sort of, you hear their song, you're like, oh, yeah, I know those guys. Who are they? I, uh, <laughs> no. Well, he's actually like a bit of a, a, a gaga in a way. Like, you know, he has long brown curly hair, and then all of a sudden he's like bleach blonde hair and talking about boys. And, and wearing a teacup on his head. And, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Alrighty. That's New Zealand food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love New Zealand. They're good. And at number four, we have The Naked and Famous. Woo! Yeah, they're famous and they're naked and they write music. Oh, we're just the best naked. kind of famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like them. They're cool. We've um, I can't believe you're not doing a song by them like that high with your chipmunk voice. Like. I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm trying to get their song in my head, and I've got nothing at the moment. I'm just um, thinking. Oh, <laughs> what's the line? Um, <laughs> uh, Oh, something to do with their feet. <laughs> yeah, okay, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I've got a completely yeah, different band yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they oh, like, God, they like that's to why sing we... as if their balls are singed. Um, no, that's all the rage at the moment. And that line singed was balls actually... singing like you have singed balls. <laughs> <laughs> the singing, the singing. Although I wouldn't know about the singed balls, would I? Neither do I, and I don't plan on finding out anytime soon. Which comes to number three, which is why we started doing the top five in the first place. Emskies, please. Number three is Flight of the Concords. Woo! Wow! Oh, Funny I boys. love those guys. And random fact, and I told you guys earlier, but for you guys at home, <laughs> you playing the game at home, uh, Jerome from Flight of the Concords will be starring as an elf in the upcoming Peter Jackson Hobbit film, which oh. is also a two-parter, by the way. But yeah, how random is that? So you just look at him going, where's the hippopotamus? <laughs> Who knew that New Zealand comedy could lead to big, beautiful things? <laughs> big elves. <laughs> um, alrighty. Uh, Number two. Why am I the only one drumming? And it's oh, I'll, I'll start drumming when drum. it's number Ready. one. And fabulous New Zealand bed. I am giant. A very I am giant. Big thank you to Jeremy uh, who uh, suggested that song, and since plenty of votes came in and uh, made it to number two. So yeah, their their big hit is City Limits. Um, I suggest you check it out. It's a fabulous little song. They're kind of like a. Um, 
indie rock, I guess. Yeah. Not poppy, not rocky, but sort of midway. Gay Savvy has been educated, so yeah, again, thank you go. so much. But you know what? What? That means there's only one number. If I've got my can, math can, correct, can I've got my whiteboard out, I've taken the calculations, we've had four, that means... It's number one time. Can anyone roll their tongue? Because rather than a drum roll, let's do the roll of tongue. That? Yeah, okay, okay, so, uh, number one. You can't roll your tongue? No. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't think this through, did we? <laughs> it is! Hey, right, what are you doing? What are you Sorry. This is like a pretty big deal for me because I love these people like nobody's business. I grew up listening to them. They're brilliant. Split ends. Woo! Oh, my God. I love you with your really bad hair. Oh, not his hair split ends. No, no, the band. The band. The band. and Neil Finn from Tiawamutu of New Zealand uh, joined forces. Well, actually, Tim started the band Split Ends with Philip Judd, who's also yes. done brilliant, wonderful things. And then Neil Finn joined the band and uh, they took off and they've done great things for the New Zealand music industry. Woo! Woo! I do like that strong shark attack. Amazing. Just because it's funny. Do you know anything about Split Ends? Do you know these guys at all? I, 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 I know. I know. A little bit. Yeah. Not, you, not a huge fan. You knew of their stuff. I, I, I know all Crowded House. Crowded. Oh, good girl. All their stuff. Yeah. Not really split ends. That's fine. Bit, it's where all the magic began, really. Yeah. And then, yeah, Crowded House wasn't in this countdown because two other band members are Australian, so it doesn't so really we're make going it pure for, Kiwi. So we're going for a pretty much pure Kiwi. Yeah. We're going for a Kiwi lilt mm. this show. So yeah, it's a bit of a Kiwi-themed Kiwi show. So without any further ado, we're going to play uh, one of Split End's biggest hits now. The history never repeats. History never repeats. So it's like repeating now. History never repeats. Thank you, Laura. Lush. History <laughs> never repeats. You are listening to Gay Savvy. Coming up next, we'll be talking about the latest uh, Talk Talk. Uh, I guess it's uh, not this talk, is Oz. Talk, it's not Talk Talk, this is Oz. No, it just has that song. It's Alright, oh. yeah, you're listening to Gay Savvy.
I'm Stephen Carmichael, and you're listening to Gay Savvy. Joining us on Gay Savvy, we just had a fabulous little track there. Hope you enjoyed it. I know talk, I talk. did. Talk, oh. talk. It was Talk, Talk by Darren Hayes. There was a reason why we played it. Okay. I thought you were just being drunk. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just had a little bit. Uh, I am Lachiselle, and you're also joined on your fabulous little listening device by the fabulous... Spencer. And we still have co-hosting an awesome mega super maestro superstar... Emma. That's, <laughs> twice. That's quite an introduction. Oh, now you've got to live up to it. I'm going to get you to write that one down on paper. Oh, God, okay. You can podcast us. So you she can, doesn't you know. know that I can't spell. <laughs> oh, I'll give uh, it a go. I spelled, I majored supercalifragilisticexpialagocious the other day. Yeah. I can't say it correctly. No, but we'll work with that's it. That's why I can't be an actor because I can't say croissant. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're trying to do the <laughs> No, that's oh. up Friends. Friends. Oh. Watch Friends. It's a great show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Enough about them. Do you know it's also a great Speaking show? Speaking of show, yeah. Speaking of the network Channel 10, which Friends isn't on, but that's a... And we probably shouldn't be mentioning channels because we're a 
not a commercial show and get in trouble. <laughs> Anywho. But if you have been watching um, that channel that shall not be named again, um, you'll notice a new ad campaign, which is doing great things, I guess, for um, the community in general, educating um, kids. You know, it's Educating kids on homophobia as well as um, equal marriage and just general anti-discrimination love. message in general. Um, it's a campaign. Um, it's called This Is Oz. Mm. Uh, you can find the details of it on thisisoz.com.au. We'll pop those details on Facebook. However, we shall tell you more right now. Yes. Um, well, as uh, recent statistics uh, show, um, 68% of people that are in the LGBTQI community experience um, homophobia in school. Yep. Um, they uh, 53% um, hear uh, homophobic, uh, you know, retorts, I guess. In school. Yep. And uh, I think 80%, somewhere around that mark, of all LGBTQI members of all age um, have experienced uh, homophobia, uh, abuse uh, in, in, in their lifetime. So uh, I think things are changing now for the younger generation, but um, just to make sure those implementations, uh, you know, get a bit more broader and, and out there, mm-hmm. um, This Is Oz has, has started. Yeah, and it's got um, celebrities like, um, it's like one of the most notable ones is they've got Serene McKellen, everyone loves him, also known as Gandalf and Magneto. Um, I'm such so a nerd. Ian McKellen, I thought point. you said Serene McKellen. I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea who that is. I'm like, look at that. like who? She's like, she's making up people again. Have, have you seen these ads? No, I actually haven't seen the ad. Okay. Um, you showed me a little bit on the computer. And what were your yes. thoughts? So far. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was all right. Good cause? Yeah. Worth it? I yeah. think so. But they've got, yeah, Alan Cummings, um, like, like Aussie people. stars, yeah. yeah they've got, and one of the great things I love about it is they've got footballers. Um, like holding up their little signs saying well, anti-homophobia-y stuff. I guess one thing to to discuss about, because um, th- there's many you can do, many things you can do to uh, contribute to uh, this cause, but we'll explain later. But what had us um, talking is that, because me and, uh, I'm not sure if you listeners know this, but me and Luscious uh, went to school together. Aww. and um, And, of course, we can definitely, <laughs> not that we were out or, or anything like that, but there was definitely... Um, you know, homophobia throughout the school ground. I mean, there was a guy in a grade below us that sort of came out and, and, and it was, you know, goss on the field and, and stuff like that, that, yep. um, you know, we definitely uh, experienced it. But uh, Miss Emskies is a bit younger than us. Like, she graduated at a completely different year to us and also um, was completely raised in Brisbane Completely different area City. of yeah. Yeah, the country. <laughs> what, was, what was school like? Would, can you relate to what they're saying this, with the 68%, with these statistics? Like, did you hear of, like, homophobia in school? Like, what was it like, uh, you know, what was the attitudes towards, I guess, that, that idea, I guess? Um, I, think, I think in general most people were pretty, pretty cool. But, I mean, kids can be cruel because everyone wants to fit in and, you know, picking on someone makes you feel cool to your group of friends and... Mm-hmm. It was yeah. very unspoken of for us in high school. Like, yeah. it, like it was very so, silence, but it was, it was more... There were no girls. Yeah. There were no girls that were even... I think they kind of tend to be more sort of... I know, closed about it. But yeah. a lot of that, there was a handful I think it's harder to pick the girls in high school as well. Yeah. It's, like, it's a lot harder to sort of go, oh, she's clearly a lesbian. Yeah. No, there were it's a handful, very hard a handful of guys that were, like, fairly... Camp? Yeah, fairly Flamboyant. camp. Flamboyant. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think, uh, I'm not too sure what their personal experience was, but, I mean, my group of friends had nothing. Very accepting. Yeah, my, my group of friends are fairly accepting. But, um, no, there's one guy who was in our grade who actually came out in, a, like, a school ex- school um, overseas trip. 
came out to the group of people that he was with. And, okay. Um, I had the feeling that most people were pretty cool with it, but it was definitely the goss. Definitely yeah, okay. the biggest thing going around school. Yeah, at, at our school, it was pretty much it was sort of like the American Army. Don't ask, don't tell. Like it was. Yeah, yeah. everyone sort of came yeah. out after school. It was, and it was actually yeah surprising uh, after school. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, "Oh, thank God, we're gay now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay." <laughs> hey guys, bring out the rainbow flags. We're cool. But I guess this campaign is sort of trying to, I guess, peddle the fact that um, you know you can. Be whoever you want to say, like you know, skin yeah. early, I guess. Or and it's a good thing having like having celebrities, um, having sports okay. person, like sport people, straight people, gay people, um, a, yeah, like a wide variety of people in the community. And you can also put because um, it's just it's just um, talk talk, which we just played, playing in the background with celebrities holding up a little sign with their own personal message of encouragement or um, support or sort of you know rallying. Yeah. And you um, can pop your own fa- photo up there. Yeah, if you go into the website, this is oz.com.au. We'll be putting it up on Facebook. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll see all these people that have submitted photos with their message, um, whether it's, you know, it, something simple as we love all, you know. Or like Carrie Bickmore, who just had courage. Courage, yeah. Like any any message at all, um, you know, just to let people know out there, you know, how many people support, how many people, uh, you know, I've just you know, just quite going, sane yeah, and okay. They're, they're going. And it's all good. We're good. We're good with this. What what their endeavour was with that website is that if anyone's having a hard time or something like that, to see how many people are supportive and, and how many people out there care and and you know say that everything is okay is, is quite um, fulfilling. So it's, yeah, very heartwarming. We've uploaded our picture, <laughs> but uh, we encourage <laughs> if you guys out. want to to do the same. But all details will be up on our Facebook. There's fabulous, fabulous stuff going on. On a completely different note, we're going to go into a song now, but this song is awesome! Um, (laughs) um, Oh my god, I think he's going to win himself. So, uh, (laughs) coming to uh, uh, Park Life is is a band called Nero, and they've just released an album. (laughs) I just remember what song he's going to play. (laughs) And they've released a song called Crush, which you may know because it's a song from 98 done by Aaron Carter, old chipmunked and remixed. (laughs) So cool. Oh, it's going to get sad for a minute, but it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to play that now. This is Crush, which you might know by Aaron Carter, but remixed by Nero, and it's awesome! Get so excited. (laughs) Okay. You're on Gay Savvy. Stick around.
K7Z Digital Bitches. gentlemen we have spent the last five minutes trying to persuade the fill-in to talk to the full-timer that's right we've got MCs in the, MCs in the studio trying to talk to Dr Burke and it's just not happening how are you going Dr Burke uh luscious Spencer MCs I am doing fantastically well I'm rugged up like a bloody I don't know what's rugged up but I'm pretty bloody cold down here but having a ball how are you kids going we're good, we're good. Now, for the listeners, good. you're down in Hobart. I Right now, I am in Hobart. I'm on the banks of the Derwent River at the delightful Museum of Old and New Art, or Mona. And it is, I have to say, probably the best art gallery I've ever been to in the world. It wow. is fantastic. That's a big highly recommend you. Highly recommend listeners get themselves on a Death Star flight to Hobart and check this out because it is fantastic. I'd like to point out we're not sponsored by Jetstar. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Mona, but yes, yeah. no, this is this is all good. Do you know yes. anything about art? Like, is, in your degree at all, Em? Music is Alright, what about you, Matt? Like, what's, what's your history with, you know, being a doctor in an art and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, they they teach a lot about art in, a, in an accountancy degree, I tell you what. So, um, <laughs> no, crap, I'm actually the art student of this bunch. <laughs> me too, me too. I, what, what's, what's great about this is there is such a, a wide array of of um, different pieces here, both hands-on and traditional. But the other thing as well is that it's got a great history. It's actually the largest privately owned museum in the Southern Hemisphere. It was set up by an eccentric millionaire um, just purely for the benefit of um, art lovers. And it's it's free entry uh, and it's it's just amazing. So this guy's my hero. I hope to be an eccentric millionaire when I grow up. I was about so. to say, I can't wait until I have enough money to do that myself. So yeah, we'll go in on it together and we'll open our own really gay, really awesome art gallery. Yes, exactly. It sounds fantastic. We'll find <laughs> Actually, an appropriate then, old building. Yeah. It probably won't be like, you know how uh, back at the rally how they said, you know, I didn't have a gay lunch, I didn't gay park my car, like, you know, it'll probably <laughs> just be a gallery by then if we're talking that far a in the future. gallery? A, a gallery, I thought <laughs> that, you know, nice little pun uh, there, luscious. So, but, uh, I've very, been going very all nice. day. Um, <laughs> Before we got the live story on the on the museum there, Burke, um, how's the uh, um, how's the scene in, in uh, you know Tasmania? Look, I haven't caught up much of the scene in Tasmania. From, are there any fetching men on the sidewalk? Look, there are many fetching men. The further <laughs> south you get, there were fetching men galore in Melbourne. I had four nights in Melbourne before hitting Tasmania. Had a wonderful night out last. Saturday night at the delightful Peel Hotel. Let's just say music of caliber at a gay pub. What more can you want from life, really? Ah, nice. so you and Phyllis explored the scene a bit in Melbs. We did. We did hit hit the hit the um hit the night up with um our friend Mr. Dalton and then a couple of his new Melbourne friends. So oh God, new friends didn't all around. Mess around? Wow! Didn't mess around at all. Met some lovely people down there. So you know, Spencer, we'll have some um we'll have some Melbourne folk when we head down to Sydney for the rally oh, uh, in wow. December. So yeah. Having a nice little uh, recruitment yeah. there. Luscious will be with us too for that that rally. So you know. yay! It's the full gay savvy crew. Yeah, yeah, reporting live from Sydney. Reporting live from Sydney, December first weekend. There, listeners, make sure you get your tickets, and there will be a convoy going down as well. We'll speak about that next week. Okay. Um, yeah. What else is new, sir? Oh, well, really, it's just been a lovely... Yeah, Melbourne was delightful. Um, I haven't been there for a long time, but it was very nice. It treated me well. I've spent a lot of money. I've bought a lot of wine. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of wine. I had to have some shipped back. I bought that much. Wow. And, yes, yes, so it's been it, uh, just enjoying a different climate and a different scene to what we're used to back in Brisbane. So it's all been very good. Do you miss us, Dr. Burke? Oh, of course. Of course. How could I miss anyone more than Spencer and Luscious, really? And and, and, and I, don't, I don't know Enskis, <laughs> but I mean, I miss her. I feel like we've bonded over this last five, ten minutes or so. Really do. <laughs> In which I've said and nothing so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty intimate for me too. It's been a psychological uh, bonding. A psychological bonding. She's absorbing and learning. Like Stockholm Look, Syndrome. <laughs> I, I will make a, a quick comment though because I went down to the Salamanca Market today and for those who are students of history, the Salamanca Markets were where Rodney Croom um, back in the uh, late oh, yes. 80s, early 90s, had his um, little booth with some other um, Tasmanian gay and lesbian activists, which keeps getting 
getting torn down every Saturday by the local police and council. So I was down there this morning scouring for a similar, similarly themed um, gay booth, but there, uh, there wasn't one to be seen. But I did buy a rainbow wallet, so oh, that was good. that was just as good, just as good. We're slightly represented in some fashion. <laughs> we are. More great, we are. You know, he's a bit cute, so it's great when you see activists that are, you know, like you know, you can activate <laughs> me. You know. as, as I said. <laughs> Educate me. Um, <laughs> yes, no, no, the further south you um, you get, I, I don't know, because I'm rocking the kind of coat and scarf look this last week. I mean, I, I, what's the use for them up you, there? You're doing the sexy librarian here. look? I'm looking pretty fantastic. I'm going to come back to Brisbane with such an array of Matt in winter clothes. Uh, <laughs> and then it's going to hit summer and you're going to be screwed. No, what I'm, what I'm liking is the photos that have been taken because I'm going to be set next time I decide to set up a gaydar profile. It's just going to be <laughs> me looking great in coats and scarves. Fantastic. I can't, I can't, you're going to have to have a clip show when you get back and we'll, we'll pop, pop some of the, um, the photos on our Facebook page. Look, I should give a quick shout-out to our new Southern friends. We've got Phil, who's an old friend. We've also got Jed and Josh, who we met in Melbourne. Lovely guys, and it's just been fantastic all around. So, well, hello, just, new oh. friends. Um, I haven't seen you like us in, uh, you know, our, our Facebook yet page yet, so you better sort that out. Go to facebook.com forward slash gay savvy. It's, yeah. it's well worth it. It's well worth it, listeners. But, I mean, what, what's, what's happening on today's show, guys? I mean... Well, that's really oh, no, none of your business. Um, okay. I can't believe you'd be so forward. That's just really yeah. rude. Yeah. We're actually uh, <laughs> sort of closing the show with you, so... Um, oh, you know. okay. What did, what did we have? Uh, you know, you, you're about to do your clothes, so maybe I can just listen in on that. It's been such a large show. <laughs> <laughs> it has been quite an obese show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to uh, brief it down a bit, we spoke to Kimbra. We spoke to Don from Leather Pride all this week. Uh, we spoke to Dr. Burke. Oh, she's oh, lying. Oh. Yes. And who else did we speak to? There was this other... Oh, there was this uh, chick some random from bitch. some bench. Yeah. Yeah, um, let's not talk about her. She's no. a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was Emma. Oh, we're so subtle. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Oh, God, yeah. I think there's like a, a, a silent K or something in there. I can't really remember. Uh, yeah, I think it's unlikely something somethings. Um, oh, is that here? Uh, those... Oh, jeez. Well, uh, yeah. You know, all pretty average then, hasn't it? God. I miss the unlikely superheroes, Emma. Oh, yeah, so you'll angry, have to come angry. back next time and we'll have to have Emma on again. Oh, jeez. Uh, more importantly, in next week's show, it's going to be Spencerless and uh, Luscious-less and Emskies-less. So. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm doing my, recruit, my recruiting. I'm coming up with ideas. It's going to be a little bit little bit interesting but you'll have to wait and see listeners well wait and listen listeners and next week <laughs> I'll be getting I would I want to there's, there's going to be a convoy I'm hearing rumours about a convoy to Sydney for the rally in December so I'm going to try to get our listeners a little more details around that I think that could be very exciting awesome looking forward to it well we're going to yeah. let you go what, what have we interrupted apart from the museum um, what, what are your plans when we let you go well, it's one of uh, one of my uh, travelling companions, Miss um, Lukey. It's her birthday tomorrow, so we're happy about to birthday. Going, happy birthday, Tara! We'll be going out to dinner tonight, the lovely Salamanca place, and enjoying uh, lovely 
steak and yeah and then maybe a few cocktails a bit later before turning in for an early flight back to fair Queensland tomorrow we'll leave you to it don't forget to hit up our Facebook page facebook.com.au no facebook.com forward slash gay savvy we've also got a Twitter account we are gay savvy um, G-A-Y-S-A-V-V We also um, got a, a podcast If you just search Gay Savvy on iTunes We will come up, listen to our show um, Also, just to keep uh, You in the know, we are part of 4ZZFM, or Z Digital yep. As uh, it, it is um, Support Z Digital Subscribe, that's yeah. right, it keeps the office Lights on, the music pumping out You can do this by heading to the website Or you can give us a call Monday to Friday uh, From 10am I believe it is The number is 32521555 That number again is 32521555 Oh my god Emma just started following us in Twitter Write that right just now. It's funny because whenever we mention a website or anything, (laughs) Emskis grabs her phone and just starts jotting it down and taking note for future references. But, you know, (laughs) as we're telling her to do stuff, she's doing it a lot. Oh, look at you go. Now I have to tweet. Order me a pizza. Okay, uh, (laughs) so it's been Gay Savvy. It's been two hours. I've been Spencer. You've been... Luscious Thou. And you've been... Emski. And we'll be back in two weeks' time, but next week you will be with Dr. Burke. Same time, same place, same super gay, awesome music funness. That's Thanks. gay. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> but very savvy. Goodbye. Bye.